You know what's so weird? Since we're not doing like three shows a week, all of a sudden I feel like we don't do any shows at all. And <laughs> it feels like it's been yes. like forever since we've done a show, kind of. I mean, the Stuttering John thing last week, but that was it. And that was just like an hour, hour and a half, whatever it was. But Do you find you put more effort into the specialized shows? Like if we did a Jason Kaplan special, or do you find that fixating on that one thing is harder than the randomness of... Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, you know, those shows that we do that are just regular gunk listening to the show and reporting back on it, are, yes. are easy lifting. You know, you yes. don't actually have to delve into anything. You don't have to think about what you're going to say or plot out or plan out anything. Because he, you know exactly what he's going to say. Exactly. You don't, so I mean, I don't mentally. listen to it. And I could, I, to prove how bad it is, I can jump on and comment on it because it doesn't take, he's so effing predictable and, yes. and so stifled and so sterilized. You know yes. exactly what he's going to say. Yes, I mean, you exactly can right. finish a sentence with the pauses. You can finish the sentences. But Good anything evening, else Gigi. is kind of like studying for a test. You know, it's like, so even having Casey on, who, by the way, is running about 10 minutes late. So we're just going to chit chat a little bit until. Yeah, big, big daddy. E. You know, you know how much big daddy he loves you. <laughs> the John show is great. I completely concur. I saved it thank for you. a car ride. And I cannot thank you enough for asking my self-indulgent, uh, deafening Viper Room question. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I, I cannot I thank you the end. You know, the great. interesting thing is I, um, you know, I don't know the who are these podcast guys and, you know, I, I know they've given me shit in the past, or, but apparently they were kind of okay with the interview I did with John and then they had It's not on. your life's goal to capitulate to At their all. liking. You, It's your show. You don't have to ask what they want. At what is all. that? It's so weird. You're not. You will not be bullied into of doing their not. fucking bidding. Nor does or, anybody care. Yeah. And you know, the funny thing is, is that when you go there, right, and when you, when you have that, um, when you start to have that kind of beef, where you start talking about, oh, I hate this one, or oh, I hate that one, and it's different for us. You know, it's different because ours are like stupid. You know, I hate Julie shows, or I hate Josh, or yeah. whatever it is. And it's just us goofing on things that relate to Howard Stern and this person, not yeah. like their personal lives, not like, I mean, yes, other than truly having those two manatees over for Thanksgiving dinner on <laughs> his boots, Ikea fold-out furniture. A... Um, but beside that, <laughs> it's not like we really dig into it, but Julie's kind of really digging into um, hating us, and I am Oh, he, all he here should hate us. It. He should hate us. We did six shows on him to five hours each. Just to everybody it. hates him. He she should hate us. We, I would, I would be such a phony if we tried to have him on and have some kind of mea culpa. Fuck him. We oh, there would be no guts. mea culpas. I'd that, be bon, like, dude, bon what Jovial, the fuck is your problem? Bon Jovial amplified our hate of him too. I mean, I didn't realize I hated him as much as Bon Jovial told me I should hate him. <laughs> you know, and then we did five shows on him. Fuck him. Don't have him on. Don't no no capitulation. No mea culpa. Fuck him. Oh, he's that, Jesus. He's the guy who came in last in the Windstuttering John, who behind Chauncey and Joey Boots. We got an F-minus from the Bloody Nine saying we can't do a show this good during a must-win Rangers playoff game. Shit. You know, I could have had um, I could have had tickets to Rangers playoffs, and if I did have them, I would have immediately sold them for, like, thousands of dollars. Give, you know, give him the Gary Delavate to have him on as a guest. You know he'd take them. Please, I, Gary goes to the opening of a freaking paper bag. It's just horrible. <laughs> it's just he's a horrible, horrible. Human what did he being. go to? So you you found out he went to Def Leppard? Uh, there were pictures of him on Instagram. Oh God! 
If you're going to draw the line somewhere, draw it at 2022 Def Leppard. How many times you get this in a I even spelled bites? it wrong. That's, that's great. Yeah, and see, Chaka Khan is right. So let Julie go on um, who are these podcasts, who are, the pod, who are these podcasts every other month. It's the most attention he'll get anywhere. And like I said in the thread today, you know, and you agreed with me, Johnny, that hate sells. So when people oh, sure build Shot. up this animosity and, you know, they feel like they can just, you know, just feeding chum to sharks. Is, is, is isn't Who Are on. These Podcasts about exposing hack podcast and you have Shuli on? That's your solution to it? Isn't that a bit oxymoronic? Well, Doesn't you know, it cancel out your is, whole infrastructure? When he, what is that? When they initially picked on our show, oh my God, oh, Ida. They... My poor Ida is 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 down and out sick. Um, oh, we love Ida. Thank you so much, Ida. I appreciate it. Uh, I Ida thought Shuli and Kevin were mean. You know what? I don't really, I didn't hear it. I didn't listen to it at all. Bon Jovial sent me a, a clip where, you know, for one second, he was actually giving our show a positive commentary. Thank you, Katie. You're so cute. Oh, I, I listened to the original um, one. It was innocuous at best. It was, it was fine. It was tame. I didn't even think, take it. As, it was fine. It wasn't bad I at all. I think the problem is, though, is like, I, I love the idea of who, um, who are these podcasts. Well, they stole that from Red Bar. Like okay. I, okay. So I never, I never heard Red Bar, so I don't yeah. know anything about like what they do either. And I was like, wow, you know, these guys are going to be awesome. That's like a great idea for a show to, you know, just kind of dig into other people's podcasts. Um, so yeah, that's what they do. And you know what? If one day, you know, Carl wants to come on my show, I'd be more than happy to have him. Um, oh my, Carl Hamburger over here! <laughs> By the way, super super welter skelter ass. When did we did our first show in May of 2015? I swear to you, super welter skelter. Almost when the Amber Heard Depp divorce started, it's almost completely in. I think it's five months difference from their their, their breakup. Yeah, it looks sad. Bon Jovi's the second is truly Igor, and who are these podcasts saying that Radio Gunk is a show all about hate? Classic irony there. Yeah, because we hated on him. That's why. And he deserved it. He deserves it. He, we even had a thread today about truly saying that, you know, he was honored that Howard gave him the forum to be able to do a 24-hour show. And it's like, dude, you were sitting there watching a 500-pound man shit on a fucking um, hospital stool and weighing it like that doesn't take anything johnny does these johnny depp court <laughs> things like nine hours a freaking day and he's more entertaining when he's just sitting there breathing heavily and chewing ice it's the so, one <laughs> chewing ice. <laughs> hey but it's it's heavy on ice it's, that's I, exactly I, I, right that's what matters that's what matters <laughs> Um, all right. Yes. So Casey is just running a little bit late. He should be here momentarily. So we're just kind of waiting on him and just chatting about it. Um, Casey is actually doing a very, very special um, midnight walk or uh, nighttime walk um, for suicide prevention this weekend. And so he is um, he's trying to raise like a thousand dollars for his portion of the walk. It's suicide and prevention money. It is suicide prevention. I'm it curious is, how yeah. money plays into preventing suicide. How well, do I think you translate lot, I think currency? it's a lot with like the hotlines that are all over America and yes, people that which are you very know, very underrated. Yes, you're absolutely right. Monitor yes. and fund that, and you know it's so funny because a lot of like. Um, suicide prevention does have to do with um, marginalized people. And believe me, I'm so not fucking woke people. So just don't even go there with this shit. 
a lot of marginalized people who who really feel that they have nobody to talk to. And yes. you know, if if listen, if these people save two lives a year, it's a lot. So, and benefits and, and don't have and don't have psychiatric coverage, which is very, very tricky to get sometimes. That's exactly right. That's thank exa- you, David that's a- C. Thank you so much. David C., thank you for thank your you, definite Thank you, Shane. Who are these podcast copied O&A? Their show is just Jocktober. That too. Yes, Shane. That, I was thinking that same thing. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Do they ever get in trouble for using other people's pod, um, podcasts? I'm just curious. I don't, that's the John thing you talked about. Um, well, John is different. Uh, John, John, that was behind a paywall. Thank you, Suno Akashi. Mega pints all around. Mega pints. <laughs> Mega pints. I'm talking about that tonight. I like, feel what, absolutely what exactly is a mega pint? It's either a pint or it's not. That's all there is to it. It's Bobby not even Gubinale's like something. Hey, I want to thank uh, Monique. We have uh, John O'Reilly as our legal expert on the deafening. Yeah. Just a phenomenal guy. Just not patronizing at all. He effortlessly answers every legal question. He got everything right. He's always just on the ball and prophetic. And he actually is a native of the upper Virginia lower dc area so he knew he, he's like a walking jackets guide he knows every steakhouse and every Ch- chinese fusion place just a phenomenal guy hold he, on casey's are... asking me where's the email um casey if you're listening because i know you are i sent it to because i didn't have your email and i knew you were busy today so i didn't want to bother you um i sent it to hang on that's a great point by Shane. It, it, well, well, who are these podcasts basically bit off and stole the Red Bar con- and then the um, Opie and Anthony uh, Jocktober goofing? So what they used to do, you probably don't is they would take like Wait, Scott Hold on one second, sweetheart. Just um, Casey, if you're listening, I sent it to Casey at WMAPradio.com. Um, send me a text. Let me know if I should send it somewhere else. And I'll do that right now. I'm sorry. Go ahead, John. That's okay. No, I was, I was just going to finish it, but they kind of bit off the well red red bar has been doing it since 2003 where he takes apart podcasts and it's exactly the same way and he kind of went underground because he didn't want to adhere to youtube's rules and then the um opie and anthony's jocktober where they would go around and rip on the z morning zoos around the country and they would take it's exactly the same kind of rhythms and which without question is what they're going for so the red bar guy is the dude that comes on here sometimes no yeah 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 it's mike david is his real name Okay, um, hold on. I'm just trying. We to... think it could be anybody, but I, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say it's him. It's because I <laughs> what love is him so this? much. We talked about it so much and promised never to do it. What are we talking about? Um, A. Smith, you got to elaborate. I know you're the George Young of Arizona. You got to elaborate. Maybe he's talking to somebody else in the chat. We can't assume that he's talking to us. That's true. All right, Casey, I sent it to the email you just sent me. John O'Reilly goes, hey, Arm, not to brag, but I just called the jury verdict for both Amber and Johnny, the second to last. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Almost to the letter. So what do you think about that uh, verdict? Um, I predicted that one of the jurors would be a contrarian just to be different, and they would lose it on that. And I, I predicted the money if 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 he won. And he look, he won. I don't need seven strangers. Tell, what is this? The real world season? one. I don't need them telling me what I already know. He already won the court of public opinion weeks ago. So whether do we really need their validation that at all seven? No. I, I just feel like you shouldn't want him to do Pirate Six. 
You know what I mean? They go, oh, Disney's going to hire him back. I don't want him to do Pirate 6. Yeah, but That's is the he problem. becoming he like a bizarre yes. version of Nicolas Cage at this point where he just does things to just pay the no, bills right. and like just to phone it in? Well, he Do, had like, a some quirky he phone had dude? a um he 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 was in cash grab mode for a while, but he got Lee he got to where he wanted to just sort of hang out with his friends and and the Hollywood vampires screwed up his creative juices because they're dictating the movies he took. So he'd have to put aside four months and then do a shitty movie that fit into the Hollywood vampire schedule. So he has to play, you know, but hot topic does rock he, star. But what, he's Johnny Depp. All he has to do is say no. No, he does. He's actually he's forcing su- him to he's do anything. He's a super nice guy, and I think he he has, please. He has you know a, what? Money is money. Business is business. There's no fucking way that he doesn't have the the. He's not a spineless fucking jellyfish. He can say no. <laughs> That's very seriously. Cool. Thank you, Sunflower Dragon. Bon Jovial just asked the question: Where does Amber Heard get the fifty million dollars from, or net of thirteen million? Because if she's supposed to get two, then net net it's thirteen, right? So she she. Where she she does she I mean you could ACLU she could have Elon Musk funnel it to her she could have a million benefactors just sitting there, crazy raging feminist you have no it's some Saudi Arabian businessman that had a crush on her from fucking um, uh, never back down she, anywhere but what I think they do and Gina Bobina had a great <laughs> point you you tell me how many people you can go to and say hey dude thirteen million now I would think like, the richest just... man in the world you could. Yeah, totally. Amber should be starting up her OnlyFans right now. I wrote that on Twitter today. It's so true. She's and you know it's so weird too. She also has what a um like one year old baby. Yes. Like that we never see, never like hear from. Yep. Surrogate. She's a surrogate, and uh, (sighs) I think high pitch Eric's a father. Um, excuse me Monique. Ma- most Ma- human beings do not have the cool air or cold breast balls that you- yeah I'm, <laughs> I'm completely and utterly emotionally detached and and you know what I don't know where I would get that money from either I mean let's how, be honest how about Mart- Marta and Martin Martin Freud she will go bankrupt well what I hope <laughs> is they put a lien on her so if they have to trace her finances back and he makes her pay every bit of that $8 million. Because as Gina Bobina pointed out, it'd be like having 500 hours of community service and saying, no, 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 my friend's going to do it for me. I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm too good. I'm not picking up garbage on the side of the road. Yeah. You, that, what lesson are you learning? Unless she has to pay it herself. Oh, verdict you, was reduced to 10.35 due to statutory But then cap. he owed her t- $2 million, so you deduct that from 10 and it's 8 Okay, well, Casey is here, so let's see what's going on with him. Yeah. I can't believe he's not on video. What is with you? Why are you not on video? Do you want me to go on video? I just you don't have to. Yeah. I just, yeah. Of course I do. Uh, I want to see you, silly. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I just you. had a, uh, 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 I'm sweating. And, all right, how do I, I press uh, cam? There's our boy. Oh, Lord. How many touchdowns did you use? Okay, well, your angle is so weird, it's not even funny. Sorry, I, I'm, I'm in a hotel room. Oh, and oh hey, oh hey! I now, think, what's going on there? No, I've just been working all all day, and, and the, the guy is from out of town. We had a client from out of town. I think that might work. And oh, how's that? <laughs> good. Okay, just K- Casey, over where a you little. Th- Holiday Inn Express on three forty-seven. I'm a fucking knucklehead. How, is that okay now? Um, you're fine. Sweetheart. Casey, I recognize that decor. That's the Holiday Holiday Inn Express on uh, three forty-seven. No, man. <laughs> God, fuck my life. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I 
I shouldn't say those things. I should say, I love my life. Uh, don't fuck my life. It's, uh, celebrate my life. You look like you look like you should be in an episode of Better Call Saul doing a drug deal uh, in some fucking no, seedy hotel. fucking hurting, man. I'm sweating. Oh, Bob man. Odenkirk over here. I look horrible. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. Just do it. Just do a little. You know what, there. Casey? I disagree. Give me two like... I gotta take a piss. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> gotta clean it up. And this w- is how it will go. <laughs> I wonder where he is. Is that a hotel in Mastic Shirley? Do you think? <laughs> <laughs> is he in the state? Melvin letters. Casey, the retarded angel. <laughs> <laughs> Take me to the fucking place of fucking camera. Oh lord! Oh my god! No, there's no fucking fixes tonight. I got a shower. Sorry, guys. I can't take that off. I'm sorry. What? Casey, I disagree. I'm sorry. I gotta go. Oh, I can't breathe. You are the Channing Tatum of Port Jefferson. I'll say it again. I am a I am a complete knucklehead. But my day is over, and I first of all, I gotta thank you guys so much. You guys are so generous to de- donate what you did. Thank you. Just paying it forward, my love. You know, we just had a fundraiser this weekend for it's our annual Memorial Day fundraiser for the forum. You know, to to raise money for our expenses for the month and and or monthly expenses. And you know what, we we made some money, so I'm I'm paying it forward to my friends. It was so incredible. Uh, that was huge. I mean, you guys uh, were responsible for a quarter of what I had to raise to, to, to do. Well, this. I figured we'd just wow. kickstart. Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, so let's talk about that first so that we can just kind of not even get it out of the way, but then that we will um, <clears throat> hold on. I'm going to share a page with you guys and I'm going to tell you um, Casey is giving me Al Bundy vibes. <laughs> I'm giving you what? <laughs> Al Bundy vibes. I know. Um, it's quite okay. ridiculous. Oh, oh my this is why here. we love you because you because you know any other guy would have been like no fuck you I'm not coming on uh, I'm not coming on cam but there yeah, you I are. look horrible I know I'm sorry I usually I am I am I'm, I'm not uh, uh, that uh, attractive but uh, a lot better than this I'm telling you I just so, like spend the whole day I'm gonna show you what's going on with KC he's gonna tell you what he's doing this weekend. And um, it, shockingly, his his donation uh, ask is actually quite minimal. So I wasn't too concerned about you guys being able to go out there <clears throat> and um, help Casey out with this. So he is raising money for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, uh, something called Out of the Darkness. And there are these overnight walks that happen all over the country. Um, obviously, Casey is going to be doing the New York City one. And his goal is to raise a thousand dollars. So you guys almost already did it already in one day. So it's going to be good. I think that the people will definitely contribute to this. The link to it is in the bio on the bottom there for YouTube. So, um, and I also put it on the uh, Rio Gunk forum so that you guys can link directly to it from there as well. Okay. Um, no, and Mo did not so- say Casey looks like shit. I did not say that. I, mean, I was reading he, a he comment. Said he, said, said, he said he looked like poo, Casey. not me. No, but this, this one is, this is, I mean, if, uh, Helen Keller could have told you that. I mean, it's really bad. Uh, like, I, I've, I've been going since like eight in the, in the morning 
and I, I'm not even at my own house, so I can't go in there. You know, I don't have the, my hair gel or whatever. Uh, but who gives, who gives a crap? Look, this isn't about, you know, uh, how horrible I, I look, even though I'm going to hear it. It's going to make me feel sad. But uh, this is about what uh, my friend meant uh, to me and what suicide does to people and what leaves uh, anybody watching this has been affected by suicide. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. And I'm going to try and do my best uh, to help uh, not just Autumn, her memory, but everybody. Casey, Casey, as, as a suicide survivor, it doesn't hit any closer to home than me. And I have an intervention story to counter your intervention story later on when we get into it. I couldn't uh, I, agree I'd more. To, I would love and, to. And this state of mental health, which is the awareness has never been higher. I, I can't think of a better cause. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we could, uh, we're, we're cut from the same lines, my friend. We could, we could, talk, we could talk about South this, Kentucky. Uh, you know? yeah, we, 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 uh, we work quite hard on ourselves sometimes. You are actually, you're both very self-deprecating and, and hard on yourselves. And I don't understand why, you know, you just, it's so crazy. To Low self-estitle. That's exactly yeah. right. Tiger Lily, if you're reading this, wants to know if he'll do shirtless interview if I donate the whole thousand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I love I think she's so funny when she comes I on know. the chat. It's, I love you guys. You're my favorite show. But uh, the chat, it, it would not be oh, I know. the show that it is without the chat because the chat is so fucking funny. Believe we need me, to do a know. show where we just riff off the chat with no agenda, with no audio, with no structure structure just riff off thank you katie katie aldana just donated thank you so oh, much oh thank you so much wow sweethearts these are Man, the you know, I, I found out today people both people are really really uh kind and uh you know you think it, maybe it just affects a couple people no everyone has lost somebody or knows somebody so uh, this hits home everywhere and uh for people to be so kind and look you guys uh, almost hit the, the goal in one day. Come on. I mean, that's some they pretty good people. The they will hit the goal because people care and, <clears throat> you know, promoting it is the best thing you can do. Look at this. Look at where we are. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, you guys. Okay. Look, Casey, you're going to die. I'm sure Howard will fulfill the goal, Casey. 700 bucks left. That's seagull suicide. Hold on. I want to show you guys because our viewers are awesome. Hang on. Jerry, tote board. Oh, no. Look at that. 786 Wait. raised. Oh, pound. my God. Thank you, guys. Two, 214 shekels. Beautiful thing. Thank Beautiful you. Thing. Thank you. You guys Western are the Kentucky. best. You really are. You, you guys, guys are the really best. Are the best. See, you see, Casey, and now we can ask you really horrible questions about Howard, and you have to answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to do the best I can. <laughs> That's the that's the week pro quo that we go through right here. All right, all right. no no problem. It's uh, you know I, I my my male model um, uh, contract is not being renewed, so um, that's <laughs> so I'm okay. down. Whatever the hell you guys, I'm with it. Bon Jovial said, I got the jacket, Casey. Thank you. You're amazing. Appreciated the beautiful note you wrote too. Yeah. So I finally 
got the um, package out to Australia because, nice. you know, first Bon Jovi was out of his home for a little while and then they were down with COVID again. So they weren't even taking in packages from the United States. It was a whole shit show. Um, so I finally like wrapped it up nicely and I sent him two Radio Gunk t-shirts. Nice. One saying cleaning out the computer and then the big Radio <laughs> Gunk one. And then your jacket, which is the most phenomenal thing ever known to mankind. And, you didn't like um, that I cut the top off or something. Oh, my God. It's so funny. <laughs> the picture that you used was so ridiculous. I wish you would have told me. I would have made, like, a beautiful, horrible picture of Beth for you. Oh, come it on. It was just awesome. some Australian dude. Come on. <laughs> exactly. Zuma Dog saying, hey, Casey, remember me, Zuma Dog? Of course I do. He do? beat Johnny so uh viciously, oh, no. and he was funny as hell on that show because – he treated it like it was a real competition, and he just gave it right back to Johnny Mudbudman, who, uh, <laughs> if you haven't seen that episode, you got it because it's hilarious. Zuma Dog. Just, you see that, Monique? Johnny he, just, he, he just shows him as a, a guy who is full of nonsense. Yeah, that's what he did to Mudbudman. Mudbudman. Vintage Zuma Dog. Vintage Zuma Dog. All right. Thank you, D Diane D. Thank you so much. Um, okay, so let's start with some questions and see what we can get to. Now, most of these are uh, RadioGunk.com forum questions, okay? Because, you know, we talk to you all the time, so we're always in, like, a little group chat, and, you know, there's nothing about you that I need to um, really know for the show, to be honest with you. So, yeah, 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 no problem. Okay, so I'm going to ask you some questions. That's so pompous, Monique. <clears throat> That's so pompous. Do you think that Howard got off more on you berating strippers than the strippers themselves? Like, was that his kink more than the chicks? That's a good question. Uh, you know, I, I think it probably had to do with he wanted uh, at that time, you know, what do you do with this dumb jock guy uh, who's new uh, to the show? And um, the, the yelling bit, uh, seemed, people seem to like it, and especially... Because it, it's it's it is total like locker room. Um, it's so it's just... so locker room. So did you did you realize that early on? No, Bon Jovial. What I was saying. Sorry if I misconstrued what I said. Apparently, what was happening between the United States and Australia was that packages were taking somewhere around twenty five to thirty days to get there because there was like this major slowdown. So that's what I meant to say. I'm sorry. Sorry. Not that they stopped sending packages. I'm sorry about that. Thank you, Sin Luhu. We really need a radio gun convention with special guest Casey Armstrong and maybe Jan Sin Hine. Sin Luhu. I like her. She's funny. <laughs> maybe Jan Hine from Monique. Um, okay. So him trying to make you Gacy, was that him projecting? And whose idea was it to make you that guy instead of like super hetero dude? I think uh, I did that to myself because they gave me uh, with Ed Torian, and I want to. Arm, do you do an Ed Torian impression? It's okay. It's okay. I'm a little deceptive about it, Casey. A little, uh, it's kind of deceptive. <laughs> that guy was clueless. That, he was very confused. Is he still alive? Where do they find him from, Casey? You know, that's a good question. He was there before I got there, and what was funny is that he knew my old man. He goes, uh, you Bob Armstrong's kid? I'm like, yeah. Oh he goes, God. I went to Levittown. I went to um, uh, whatever school, MacArthur or whatever. Your old man would, would take his head and put it through the uh, the blaster the opposite way. 
Casey, so I think you your basically dad were raised by a family that should have worn football helmets when they were toddlers, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All the times I get in the head, yeah. Well, here's Casey's peril, Monique. Could you imagine having your dad teaching and coaching in your own school? No, you can't get away with anything. What a torturous! Ex- you can't have that separate from your. I knew kids. My my best friend was a superintendent of the school. And it was unheard of in Sayville to have your own. I don't think you were allowed to teach in the same district. You shouldn't so be. That's you, shouldn't crazy. Be you, should, you shouldn't be. It completely fucks with everything. You can't. That's. How did you deal with that? Um, the worst part was like I had to suck weight pretty much my whole high school wrestling career, right? Oh, I was so, just watching. I, Casey, I was just watching Vision Quest. And oh, yeah. I can't stop thinking about you when I watch it. And I think I'm going to sing Madonna's Crazy for You at the end of this in uh, Marilyn Manson in my Matthew Modine homage to you. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I would love that. Uh, um, the, the the worst that would happen was, like, if I had to weigh in in a couple of days, he'd be sitting in his – he had a chair. He had a leather black chair. He'd drink um, Bud Cans. Uh, in his underwear, like tidy whitey. <laughs> uh, so imagine watch- Casey the way he's sitting right now, except in his underwear, <laughs> drinking a beer. <laughs> my, my, yeah, my drank yeah. Meister Brown money. It wasn't even Budweiser. But, but he he would he would go like this. Like I would come down the stairs, uh, and I go into the refrigerator, and I would grab like maybe like a salad or an orange or something like that. He goes, "What are you gonna eat that for? You're gonna be over, you fat fuck." Oh, my Jesus God. Jesus Christ. And how old are you? And, and he's eating a steak, drinking beer. I'm like, really? I mean, come on. You, you can't help out a little here. You, and you, you know, have, like, Zach Efron body. What's your body fat at that point? Uh, about uh, seven or eight. At the, and, and you get tamed. But that, that's your body fat. That's yeah, okay. Insane. So here's, here's the thing. So I, I would um, uh, I had it down to a, to a science where I knew how much I would lose, a quarter of a pound, um, uh, every oh, yeah. hour, and you would leave the the um, the window open in the winter because uh, you would burn more calories um, trying oh. to stay warm with no covers. So your sleep sucked. Um, then um, you could always uh, run, get that water out. Uh, it's torture. That's why I played football in college. Could I, you imagine I, trying to explain that to Child Protective Services, Monique? Dave, my Dave. dad <laughs> left the window open, so I burned fat. Like I don't know how to press this. By the way, Marta asked Casey, "You look as handsome as Darlene from Alaska right now." In her super chats. I thought that was going to be a compliment, and I was going to be. Like, wow. <laughs> no. I agree. Thank you. I look. You're, be, you're being real. I mean, come on. So Bon Jovial's on here with us live. Casey, did you want the whole you losing the hundreds of thousands of dollars through gambling story talked about on air, or did Gary Howard say we got to talk about this? Okay. Um, I actually, uh, I was thinking about uh, if you guys wanted to uh, play a, a game. I only got to about three of them, but I give you a, a, a true and a false. One of the, one of the uh, uh, in this game was I lied about all the Golden Palace uh, nonsense. That would be one of them. If I okay. said that to you, would you believe it? Yes. I absolutely would believe that you lied about that because I know that you you just kind of dug into the serenade the meat as opposed to marinate the meat that made you look fucking stupid. But meanwhile, it was just something you used to say with your friends about meat yeah. and they made it so that it would look like you were an idiot. So, yes, I would, in fact, believe the Golden Palace was a complete setup as an advertisement for Golden Palace. OK, now um, what you just said, that serenade, that was true. Um uh, I did fuck with him. I knew I was saying it wrong way, but the Golden Palace thing, and I will swear, 
um, that that whole thing was true. And how it happened was I hit $330,000. I called in sick the next day. I didn't tell anybody. And me and Gary sometimes would talk while he would smoke uh, in um, the engineer's room, right? Mm -hmm. So I said, look, I'm going to tell you something, not for the air. And I told him, and he goes, oh, my God, that's incredible. Hey, you got to put some of that away, blah, blah, blah. So fast forward a month later, well, I lose all of it. Um, just because at the time I was a uh, wacko and uh, a lot of depression, a lot of um, self, uh, you know, I struggled like all I'm had. And, and uh, it wasn't real because I really didn't be around, you know. So um, what, what happened was after I lost all of it, the only part that you don't know is I called Golden Pals and said, look, I'm going to go on the air with this. Uh, can you give me two grand? And it's okay. <laughs> So um, after losing all of it, I, I, uh, I got two grand uh, to talk about. It. I never told anybody that, but that's the true story. Wow. We appreciate your candor. And I can't say that I'd be any more responsible with that than you would have. I've had manic episodes where uh, I might have blown through it, too. Honestly, we can't judge. Yeah, but I'm going to tell you, this boy still has a little bit of a gambler tendency in him. Cause... You think? Yeah, because when I went out to see him, you know, even just like in the the bar we went to for lunch, they have like those numbers that come up. Not Kino. I don't even know what the hell it's called. But, you know, uh, you just called quick draw, quick draw. They had quick draw. And he's just like, fuck it. Let's put down money for it. Me and you. You pick numbers. I'll pick numbers. And we won. Remember? Yeah, we both picked two numbers, had four out of four. And we both won like 500, uh, like exactly. 50 or something like that. So exactly. yeah, that, that was cool. We had fun, Monique. <laughs> that was amazing. All right, do you have another true or false for us? Oh yeah, yeah, okay. So I had the other true and false was, um, uh, okay. Um, I made the wheel of sex stop at the most grotesque, visually, aesthetically pleasing to the E-crew and the grossest to make the bit better. I stopped it on purpose. It, what you saw the spin, I stopped it. Do you believe that? Yes. God, I don't know where to go now because the Golden Palace thing was true. So <clears throat> I will just to be a contrary and I'll say no. No, it is true. And because it was, uh, you know, these are different games I'm pulling from. So yeah, so when the, when the, the, the girls would come in, and it would be like, you know, um, I can't think of some, some of the, the most horrible ones was um, get farted on uh, by Jim the Farter or something like that. Right. Um, and I would I would have my hand behind the thing and it would crick, 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 and then I would stop it right there. <laughs> so that's that's a, a, another inside thing that uh, you set up know about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it worked out good. And who cares? They were going to land on one anyway. Um, bon Jovi wanted to swing around to the Golden Palace really quickly. So Howard and Gary weren't going to mention you losing that money on the air until you did the deal with Golden Palace. No, no, no. I wasn't. I, I said to, uh, I said to Gary about what happened, and he didn't know that I that I had lost it. I kept that to myself. And then finally, when I did lose it, then I went and said, uh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna do an appearance here, I guess, for two grand um, after I lost all of it, and then I went on the air with it. Okay. Marta D wants to know, I want to know if Casey was really attracted to anorexic chicks or was that a bit? No, I, I back then, um, my type was a uh, small petite blonde. That was, that was back then. Yeah. A spinner. 
<laughs> I had never heard that term until you said it. I did not know spinner until you equated it to Marcy Turk. I really well, didn't. I got to thank I've you. I've heard bad stories about stuff like that, so I don't even want to put that in anyone's head about, you know, landing in the wrong way. Well, let's swing around for a second. So people want to know, what was the deal with Miss Howard Stern? Friends, dating, sex, what? Okay, so that's kind of a funny story, too. Um, uh, this this is going to um, uh, involve uh, me being in rehab. This is when I, I had left for a while, uh, so they made me go to a rehab. And I told them before, uh, I'm going to go do uh, stand-up sober for the first time. And it was in Boston. Miss Howard Stern was there, and Bob Levy was there, and I think Florentine or whatever. And... Um, you know, just uh, just like you know, what we're 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 cut from. Uh, after the show, yeah, I ended up uh, being with her um, that night. Uh, in uh, yeah, uh, yes, that was true. So you could actually be Beyonce's father. Never showed back up. <laughs> could you actually be Beyonce's father? <laughs> no, 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 that was before me. <laughs> oh, okay. So she was she was not fresh fresh Miss Howard Stern at that point, right? I got it kind of like around two thousand five and six. Nothing bad about her. No, I don't mean to say anything bad, but she had the kid already. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, here's an interesting question. Um, Artie had drug struggles. Did anybody else have issues on the show when you were there? Besides me? Yes, besides you. Uh. Not that I know of. It was Artie. That was it. So yeah. now, do you think? Um, do you but think? Then again, the way... all, this, all this drug addicts and alcoholics, we can fool anybody, or we think we yes, can. Of so I don't know. Maybe some of them fooled me. I don't know. Do you think that they um, exploited your struggles and addictions, or did they actually try to help? No, because they. I, it was me who was always talking about it, you know, and. Back then, when you're young, you want to be part of the cool group, you know. Right. Um, you you want to be accepted by the upperclassmen. That's how I look at it. And that's how I look at it now. Um, you know, you want to please the the, uh, the the coach or the boss or the, the team captain. Uh, that's how I, I looked at. It. I was a young kid, you know, and I said and did things. And that's that's the thing about um, you know putting uh, being on a show where you every dumb thing you said. That is always going to be there, and people can bring it up and, you know, know what a jerk you were. Um, so yeah, I got that going for me, which is nice. So when you first got on the show and you were first um, recruited to join the show, did you know that you would? Oh, we oh, lost him. That. They dropped we that. They dropped that. Got a good one from uh, our buddy uh, Trace Incorporated, who actually did a very went to. Ask Brian Cranston questions for us. So I got to thank him for that. He reached out to me on Twitter. And he asked us, so that was nice and generous. He asked if Casey was responsible for fake callers. And all right, uh, let's swing that back the, around when, when he calls back, back in. <clears throat> I was just getting. I was just going to start doing a deep dive too. God damn. It. Just um, getting. <laughs> just yeah. getting. I was just going to get to the. I have, uh, remember that group chat, and this is an inside stuff. He was responsible for the rotating Jackie chair bookings, all the comedians that came in. He was a major part of facilitating all the new comedians that were trying out for the Jackie chair. Did that include Artie? Or yeah. was it just because yes. Artie was in with uh, What's-His-Face? I like mean, that not all his idea, but he was responsible for a lot of the local guys he was bringing in. Really? Sit in. Yeah. Interesting. Remember, he was, I think you were in that group chat. 
Well, my question, yeah, I think I was, but you know, um, <laughs> I wasn't probably really paying attention. I mean, my, my thought just was that since he was, let me see if he texted me just in case he's having problems. Hold on guys. Just hang with me one quick second. See if he has <clears throat> the point Bon Jovial's getting at. If you told them something that was happening and you said, I never want this on the air. Could you trust them to not bring it up on the air? No, probably not. I mean, as crazy Robin said. The anything for the show mentality was much, much more prevalent back then. And and you bought it, that they would do anything for the show. Um, no, I was just curious, like when he first started, that he was, you know, brought in, I guess, to be a producer or to, I don't, I'm not really sure. Well, what I role. get a theory, well, not a theory, he, he confirmed this last time, that he was really security slash producer. So he would be in on any time there was some crazy physical, it might get physical, he always hovered. Like they say about reality shows where they have security j jumping in when they think it might. So Ronnie wasn't security, Casey was. Okay. Well, unfortunately, since we don't have him here to ask, I mean, we're not just going to ask our questions into a into into the void. And we, we should we should add we should we should we should ask each other questions as Casey and just answer for him. No, we got it. He comes back exactly. Okay. Good, good we, question, we Arm. Stuttering John <laughs> has said for years <clears throat> that KC was the one who introduced Howard into doing fake stuff on the show. True or false? <clears throat> KC is responsible for Kimmel getting on the show. He, I, I can't. I, mean, I have it all written down here. It's it's a lot of Beetlejuice. Uh, crazy, crazy stuff. You had no idea he facilitated back then. Really? I think Beetlejuice so... was from a midget tossing bachelor party you went to. I think. <laughs> and meanwhile, these days they can't even get like new people on that would oh, be considered whack packers. And actually, you know, this is what makes me chuckle about you know Shuli getting like free whack pack puppets with you know as his departing gift because nobody gives a rat's ass about like Gary the retard or, or people right. like this anymore. So. You know, it's just useless fucking felt right now. Really. <laughs> Fe useless? Where did you get useless felt from? Because puppets oh are mostly God. made of felt. That's, <laughs> that's so good. Felt that's... is made of pressed hair, which is usually like fur from like a sheep or something like that. Only um, someone with a lot of moral turpitude would, would say useless felt. <laughs> you know, I knew you were going to get moral turpitude <laughs> tonight. I've written that. Casey brought in Frado. Casey brought in Frado, and I think uh, this has to be an Elliot Offen uh, homage. Genius. It says Casey was great with Elliot Offen for the most hated guest. He held him back, but he let him do this crazy shit when he wanted the whole. Yes, 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 yes. Casey loves. I think he's as much of a Elliot ophile as anybody is. He absolutely did. Is that Elliot's mugshot genius, or is that Paul Rubens? No, I can't tell. That guy's too handsome to be Elliot. <laughs> Neither one. <laughs> Howard hired Casey because he wanted to see his ass walking around the studio. Of Stern course, always prodded of Casey about his sexuality. Well, we got to ask him about that at the uh, at Vegas, when Howard could only talk about Casey coming out in a bathing suit, and he just could not. He was jet, you know. Will Will Murray said he couldn't believe how Howard was only could talk about was Casey in a bathing suit. Casey beat up AJ Benza without throwing a punch. You know, I did want to ask him about the. Um, the Goo Goo Dolls gay dance. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And. Yep. You know, whose idea was it to shove him in a thong for that? Where the fuck is he? I, I, I... <sighs> you know how much it annoys me for this to be. I don't want the world to see me because I don't think that they'd understand. You continue singing Goo Goo Dolls and let me... <laughs> 
Kate, Tiger Lily maintains that Casey brought better things to the show than the brain dead whack actor. I'm not going to say that. God, God damn it. She's relentless with John. She is relentless with John. Hold on. I'm calling him. Okay. Bifurcation. Thank you, CB. Bifurcation. That's a Bifurcation great word. Bifurcation was a word we I used in the deafening. Oh, he sounds just like me. I rarely pick up the phone. Okay. So, all right. Well, I guess then we lost him. Hi, Pablo Papano. Ask if Winsfred money is rigged. Wig. Howard check. Oh, yeah. Good question. Vegas. I know it is. Yeah. Why did Why did Fred never go second? Uh, first, he only went second, and he had that stupid thing where he's listening to the headphones, and he's overacting, and he's dancing around. He knew exactly why. I've seen him walk in on... He'd answer the question before it was asked, like anything of substance. So quickly, without any thought whatsoever. That's not a compliment. You know, it's not as if Fred is that smart, because he's kind of not. You would have been great on Fred's money. Oh, my God. I would have won half the time. I would have actually participated in it. Oh, man, you would have been great on that. Coming late. Is Casey a no-show tonight? No, Casey is not a no-show tonight. He was a little bit late. I will give him that. He was calling in from a... Better call Saul-ish hotel room. I have no idea what's going <laughs> on there. And then um, we lost him. Oh, there he is. If we can't get KC back, open the phone line, Mo. Listen, and for all of you bitching about last week's phone line when I was just doing it for, for, for shits and giggles after John, um, I didn't know how to stop the ringer from ringing, but I figured it out now. And I even called in myself to test it. So there will be no more annoying ring for all of you who had commentary about that. The dabbler did confirm that Fred's wife cheated. Yeah, that was a that was an interesting. You know, we were we so caught up in that. the um, in the substitute teacher thing that we totally forgot about the fact that Fred's wife cheated on him more than once during Tony and Tina's wedding. And uh, that's why I guess uh, Fred was so upset. Fred um, and John's relationship is fascinating we could almost do a whole radio gunk just on that their hatred for each other over the years and who what and are we john, talking about fred and totally stuttering john fred and, fred and stuttering john's relationship is a fascinating just vitriol between the two and the 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 king norris jealousy <laughs> of john's record contract and it's honestly i think we could work something up with that just fred versus john uh, Casey going to Minnesota with high pitch Eric. I always wondered about if it was. Oh, I don't on know Earth. that, Dav- David. It's so obscure. Yeah, I don't know that at all. I did. David always comes out with obscure things. You know why? Because he's I, kind of a newer I, listener. So everything, it's kind of like it's kind of like watching um, Breaking Bad all in one <laughs> sitting within like a month. And so you're so thirty three, like, super aware of Monique. the show and all the things that went on. But meanwhile, us, it's like. High pitch Eric. He, like, he was he was eleven was. years old when that happened. He's thirty three. Yeah, I know, I know, it's, I know. He's, <laughs> How could Stuttering John be a substitute boy. teacher? He doesn't have a teaching degree. The pictures at school could be DUI classes, probably. Oh, that's a good gig. Um, apparently, if you've graduated from college and you have a degree, um, because I looked into it, you know, before we did the show, because I was going to hit him with it, but apparently, you can take a test. <clears throat> in California, only to be a substitute teacher, like yeah, know, state by state, they just and need bodies. They just need bodies. It's it's exactly. not a in this time of school shootings and gangs in schools, they just need bodies. Sometimes it's not and to an be fair. Gig. It's not a lot of heavy lifting, I'm sure. No, you know, 
for a substitute teacher. I remember we had a substitute teacher. She would bring out like a hot plate and we would make like spaghetti or something. It's like, okay, cool. Substitute teacher, Mrs. Church is here. We're going to make spaghetti tonight, today. So yeah, I don't know. Oh, you don't need a teaching certificate to sub. See, there you go. Remember Casey traveled a lot with the Whack Packers and did gigs almost every weekend. Yeah. All right. How are you not texting me back, Casey? Oh, he didn't even get my message where, where I said I lost you. It came in green, which means that he has no service. Wow. What happened? <clears throat> I tell you what, if you're on South, South Long Island, the ocean yeah. disrupts all cell phone service. Oh, okay. I, if that's where he could very well be, like very South Long Island. Um, yeah, I don't know enough about it, but I'm sorry he's not here. And yeah, we might actually open up the phone lines just for a couple of minutes. Although I'm not really prepared for phone lining. I'm not really Dude, prepared. You don't, you don't have to do whatever I you got want. A whole bunch of, have... I got a whole bunch of like Casey um, clips and I got um, Casey versus Tom Chiasano that Arm very graciously put together oh, for us God, for tonight so that, that we could him. approach him about it. No, we cannot. We absolutely cannot. Oh, I spent a lot of time on that too. While the trial, while I was waiting for the trial, I'm slipping it in there and I'm all stressed out about the, I don't know. I'm actually, I shouldn't be, I, I know what I thought, but I was, I was in the background and I slipped that in. It's a lot of stuff you haven't heard. And I want to thank Steve S while I have the chance to get me that crazy, crazy lost show from July. God damn it. July 1st, which Howard never works in July. Somehow the way that year fell 2005, he was forced to work one day in early July. And the show fell on that day, and that's where this crazy call-in came. Casey was promoting his DVD, and it was just insane uh, back and forth with Chiasano. Um, but we have to save that. I think that. Oh yeah, no, um, no doubt about it. If you want to play the cute little clip of when um, the first time that Casey was ever on, we can play that because it was so um, cute. He was so cute. That's when he goes after Marv Albert. That's so good. He Who lives so in Howard's cute. building, by the way? Oh, does he? Yes. Um, let's play Towers. that one because it's kind of cute. And again, we're just killing a little. I know I saw Casey was talking to somebody in the room, but um, I texted him and we're both on iPhones. And normally, as you all know, who have iPhones, if you text somebody and it comes up blue, um, you know, you know that they've kind of received it. But um, two texts in a row came up green. So I think he's lost his interwebs <laughs> and you know what i know him he's gonna feel really bad about the fact that he wasn't able to do this with us tonight and then he'll ask if we can do it again tomorrow and <laughs> and john is so gonna have Ru like a 12 Pumpkins, hour Rupert, Rupert pumpkin made me laugh he goes monique why don't you become a substitute teacher and have a field trip to the motion lounge <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, that's so funny, Sunny Black. <laughs> Donnie, take off your shoes, or I'm gonna chop off your fucking feet. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Like, um, I am gonna play it because it's really super cute. Um, but I did want to share with all of you who are in here a little bit late that the reason that um, uh, Casey was doing the show with us tonight is because he lost a really, really close friend to suicide. Her name was Autumn. I um, I met Autumn. She was super, super sweet. Oh, she, she's supposed um, to be like a force of nature as a Force of nature. Being. She was his right arm. You know, she, yep. she helped him with everything. You know, a lot of times if he had to be in the city, she drove. Like, she, she was just there for him. And um, sadly, she, she decided arbitrarily one day to just go through through um 
the country and she got in her car and just started driving and she went all the way to the coast and came back and when she came back she you know two days later she went to the beach and they found her out there the, the so next sad. day um I, so he i legit eight, got choked yeah. up when i read that her know, whole horrible. history and, and that story thing. yeah i, I know legit me got too. choked up it, it was with it. me for a, a while because every time we would go in a text chat with him i'd be like wow and you're kind of saying sorry, but you don't know the extent that he goes back with her. And it was, it probably rocked that entire community. I'm sure it did. Probably still has. And she was a beautiful girl. And, yeah. you know, it was a sad thing that, that she was lost. So he decided to do this um, this walk, which is called Out of the Darkness. And I have a link to it in the bottom of the YouTube feed. Um, so he's at $876 for his goal of 1000 which is awesome. You guys are awesome. Yeah. We did this. We did this tonight. So it's great for him. And if anybody can donate to it, he'd be super appreciative. And, you know, then we can just torture him with all of our stupid questions because that's what we do. <laughs> Run, Jeremy can do the tour for Monique. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's just do that. Let's just show just for shits and giggles. And then, oh, look who's back. Uh, okay, now we can yell at him. Hold on. What nice. the hell? I'm so sorry. I'm, I have it hooked up to the TV. Yeah. Because I don't have a, 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 a charger. So yeah. I had this other phone and I and I tried I tried this one and this just got me to uh, YouTube. I don't know how to work that one, but I feel so bad. I'm so sorry, guys. Really. Uh, That's fine. I really I, I, I feel like the town dick. I mean, you guys <laughs> to help me out. It's like, hey, look who it is. It's the town dick. I ruined it. It's like Gary's I, apology video. <laughs> I gotta make this up to you guys somehow. Like what, what That's okay. It's you're fine. You're fine. I told five you minutes. when I come back into minutes. the city, I'm all there for bra, bra, uh, um, Salbron. Well, that's coming anyway, buddy. Yeah, I know. 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 Okay, so we're gonna continue as if you never left. We just bitched and moaned a little bit because I have to tell you, I texted you a couple of times and it came in green. So I knew that your phone was kind of a little bit fucked up. No, it's off. Um, it's off, and I'm afraid it's gonna go off again. So, I know. Okay, so we'll just talk quickly and we'll, we'll get through all, all of our questions. All right. I'm, I, I really am sorry because you guys did this okay. all for me and it was so nice and it's I feel okay. like it's good. You want to go to okay. this debut video? It's okay, Town Dick. Bon Jovial. <laughs> Casey, do you feel that Howard and Gary could have cut you some slack more often? Do you think that would have helped your mental health? Um, no, I think because anything no. that went on, I think that I, you know, I went along with it. It's not like... Uh, it's not like they did anything that um, I, uh, I uh, that was going to send me home in tears, you know? Like, yeah, I had not. enough of that no on my own. <laughs> That's not 9-11. Yeah. yeah, so when you first got there. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm so proud of you for that escape. That Kurt Russell wishes he could escape from New York. Oh, like, my God, no kidding. <laughs> That's so phenomenal. I'm so proud of you. That Jerome Bettis straight arm on uh, West 57th Street. <laughs> but when Boss says I could go home, I'm gone. Absolutely. You, you think you're insane. I told my dad I was at the Pentagon when he called me in the city. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> when I saw that those planes hit, I, I just called in sick. I didn't even go <laughs> I literally was running a little bit late, and then I saw that one of them hit. I was like, oh, fuck this. There's just no way. There's just no Bro. way I'm going to get stuck somewhere. <laughs> Bo, you would have thought that in the studio they were all wearing hard hats and they all had M sixteens and camo. You would have thought they were fighting the fight. That's what's going on. I wasn't listening to them. I was listening to Ten Ten Wins because you know my country was blowing up or whatever. 
Exactly. I didn't, I didn't need to hear how tough everybody was and what they were doing and how how uh, amazing it was worst. that they were speaking on the air. I mean, just the, you know, the that, that's what the news stations for. Yeah. I get yes. the fuck out of there. And you know what you what we heard once was it true? Do you think that the only reason Howard stayed on air? is because he was like scared to leave the studio or that he was like afraid to go home you know yeah yeah guys i would say that there's a huge uh psychology to that like uh, if you if you looked into it when someone's in one place where they can control where it's normal to them when something that is not normal that's happening which right. never happened before with, with planes attacking and stuff like that where do you want to be do you want to be somewhere where you have control of uh, that's something that makes sense to you, or do you want to be scared and not know what's going to happen? Uh, this is psychology, there. Now you guys are smaller than me. You guys... uh, no, no. Yeah, a little you're... muffled, Casey. Just a, I don't know if that's you, you got a little remember. muffled. Are you holding your phone like by the mic? I'm a douche. That's okay. Town Dick, come on. I'm the Town Dick. <laughs> I don't even know what it's called. I'm like holding it, but uh, every town's got a so village annoying. idiot bar. I almost, I almost expect there to be like a a raid on his hotel. <laughs> Somebody just no, I, was, I was working all. I was doing good stuff. <laughs> you know, G G has an interesting observation about Casey, which is spot on. You're right. It's, it's in the way <laughs> Casey never blames others. He never bl- he, he he takes responsibility for everything. It's always my fault. <laughs> yeah, well, but still, I think you go a little overboard. But he does go I've a never- little overboard, and and you know what? And, and it's not even for us to say no, 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 Casey, you're not the town dick. It's not just because all. he just feels like he just feels like he should take responsibility for it. And I get it now. I get the familial patriarchal thing that was going on in your fucking house, and now it completely makes sense that you were this guy and. It, it just makes me feel so but he's, fucking he's sad also for your mentality. brilliant in a way, Monique. We talk about we talk about Depp's Depp's uh, Hunter S. Thompson text, which we got to see. On um, Casey has the same Charles Bukowski kind of Gonzo <laughs> writing style, and you really do. You have some brilliant screeds. I oh, mean, these God. things are so good. You won't let them. You won't let us read them, but they are phenomenal. <laughs> you know, uh, it's it, it's so um, awesome. You guys. Are, are you're so uh, pensive and you're so um, intuitive uh, with everything that that you say? It's all calculated, and uh, there's always an angle, and that's that's why I sometimes have to kind of uh, sometimes I watch you guys twice to see like what what they were getting at, what what that angle was, um, and, and that's where you guys shine. And then you add in who uh, <laughs> so I just got to see. I got to see uh, our, our man in, in Florida, and I got to see X, and oh, um, Dennis. you know, uh, I didn't know Dennis was a Gindaloon, um, <laughs> but uh, that laugh, my God, yeah, I, I will never get over that. Where it was you, you two, and <laughs> and it was it was That's Dennis, true. and you were you were you were goofing on that Australian dude. And he's like, he, he had not, he had nothing to say. He goes, well, should I stop? He's talking to the chat. He goes, what should I do? Should I, should I just let them go on? Or, or <laughs> what, what, <laughs> what, what, what do I do guys? I mean, <laughs> but do you know what, what I love is that we know each other so well now. It's just all in good na- uh, nature. There goes. Oh, there you goes. motherfucker. <laughs> <clears throat> 
<sighs> You're right, Chaka Khan. Casey will never be stuttering, John. He's too kind and too self-aware. Although it's funny you say that. Our first clip of him is he does stuttering John's job for him with Marv Albert, and which is a fun. If there's a guy that could do it in a different way, Casey was fun. I thought he was great doing it. I really thought it was a great kind of left turn away from what John did. Just different, not better or worse, just different. And he, and because he has this kind of air. Security won't fuck with him because he'll kick security's ass. So absolutely. he's asking these questions, and I, I absolutely love this. What a debut in this video! But I, we're not gonna play it until he comes on. Because um, I think which he video should are we talk talking to this. about? The, the the debut. The first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I know. Uh, he gets you know, Mar um, Marv Albert had that like that you know sec that was a me too the, um, the Marv Albert sexual misconduct when that was a big in the late nineties, and Casey was deployed to interview him. You know, I agree with Fudgical with the it's always me kind of thing. It, it, it is him. I get it. I get it now. Yeah, I get, if you're too self-deprecating. I get that. You know, I get when you have like a parental guidance that is just there to, you know, for you to say, you know, um, yes, sir, may I have another? You know what I mean? And just, um, you know, and... and that that has its own um, abuses and that's, foibles. That's, and I, I hate playing the father. Cause the father, that's his dad. I never say that. I never play that fucking father hunger. Please, but that's his. Your dad's a football coach, a wrestling coach. He works in the same school as you. He's got you ch chiseling off body fat at three o'clock in the morning on a Wednesday. That's yeah. his dad. That's his dad. Yeah, I, and you know what? It's different when you coach John because you don't have a vested interest in, you know, one particular kid doing better than another, but he does. And so you, yes. you probably always hold your child to a higher standard. Most than, school districts won't let that conflict of interest. Not anymore. They, yeah, they shouldn't. They should. He's right. But they used to. I mean, you know, used to see people on the soccer field with their kids going absolutely fucking batshit, you know, on the and it's like, dudes, they're seven. Yeah. It's like, get yep. over it. You know, it's like it's not supposed to be that hard for a kid to be able to kick the ball. And you say, yeah, good job, Tommy. You know, you, 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 you did your best. And not that everybody should have a fucking participation trophy because that's douchey, too. I'm just saying, you know, you can't you can't. Be everything to everybody you, and you hold have somebody to, to a higher standard. You have to have your priorities where you look at the scenario and you know sports well enough. You say, is this motherfucker making the NFL? Is this kid making the NBA? Is this kid making Major League Baseball? Probably not. So right. where is this going? And what what okay. are we doing here? Are we making relationships? Are we just learning how to trust your teammates? What are we doing here? Where are this and it is all. It, I I looked at sports as relationships and friendships because it's it really all stems from. I think that's the most I got out of it. Yeah, More I so than any kind. I'm not a type. I mean, I'm not even a type A. I'm not a type A at all. Me neither. But I think a lot of kids who play sports are type A, and I I think that it it builds bonds and yes relationships, and I also think that it teaches you to go above adversity and being talked down to and being shit on to do yeah, your best. Yeah, you learn disappointment, right. You best. learn to grapple with disappointment and, <clears throat> right, losing. I mean, you know, I'm, I, could, I could barely hit a fucking softball, but, you know, I was not that kid. <laughs> I was really just not that kid. It's kind of different in the city. I think you have more to do. You have oh my more God. going on. Mm, yeah. In Long Island, you kind of have to. Sports is it. Yeah. 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 All right. I'm not sure that we're going to get Casey back, unfortunately. And I'm really sorry for that, guys. Town Dick. Um, Peep. Town Dick is no more. 
Cindy Lou who writes, I removed my son from a game because my husband was yelling at him so much. You know, and I ripped my husband a new asshole. You know, as a sports official, Cindy Lou, we've actually given, we've actually kicked fathers out of a game for berating their son. I've done that a few times. Oh, I'm sure you have. Like, it was just out of control. But at the same time, it's a quandary because you need one of the dads to step up and coach because if he didn't do it, nobody, no one else would. So I, at the same time, I've seen a dad yelling at the other parents going, look, I'm the only motherfucker dedicating his time to do this. Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? I'm doing it. I'm not perfect and I'm trying, but you know, it's, it's a weird balance. Well, this is a random story, but pretty fucked up too. But do you know how many, like especially in New Jersey where there's like a very large um, Korean community, do you know how many times a friend of mine was a soccer coach I love, for kids I love you, you know the Korean demographics in New Jersey. Well, because oh I worked with a lot of Koreans. Um, but That's do you true. know that in the Korean communities, they they sometimes, I mean, it's so sick to even say, but it's incredibly true. Like if you have like a five or six or seven-year-old who goes to soccer, you know, and they have a game at, say, like three o'clock, they legit will not come pick up their kid like they will basically hope that somebody else will take the kid oh my home. god it's horrible and Even so many today? times you see like these like five and six year olds just like waiting for a parent to come that's get so, them that's and, really and disturbing. they don't even they don't even think about it their expectation is that oh, somebody else will take him home it'll be okay my brother-in-law is basically mr Ar he's like a very very nice guy so he but he coached in the same district as his kids played and his quandary was because he coached middle school, and I think they often do this, he has to go back and wait for the very last kid to be picked up before he can go home. So well, they that's the whole thing. My friend yes. who used to coach them, it's like you have to wait until the last kid is picked up before you can go home. So a lot of them would have like, you know, somebody, you know, drop their kid off and then they'd be at work and then they'd be like, well, fuck it. The guy's going to be there until like six because they can't leave until my kid, yes. you know, gets picked up. So we'll just pick him up when we're done. That's great. It's, there's nothing, there's nothing, up? nothing sadder than seeing a kid <laughs> sitting by himself waiting to get picked up with like no supervision oh, around God, I outside. Imagine. Yeah, but you know what? I, I mean, it's different. Long Island, it's like you have to be driven everywhere. It's like yeah. when you're in Brooklyn, you're like three blocks from your school. So it's like no big deal. So <laughs> you're taking the subway at eight years old to go to. Oh, my PS God, I was. I was, well, well, I was in high school. I was in high school. How old was I? Let me see. So I graduated 15, 14, 13, 12, 12, 13, so 14, I was scared 13. of the subway at 20 years old, Monique. Oh, you're insane. You're, See, my no, I didn't know because I'm from Long Island. You don't know because my vision of the subway was the Warriors. If I get off this, the Turnbull ACs are going to chase me through, uh, you know, the D stop and, you know, into uh, Riverside Park. That was my vision. I had no, you know what I mean? I had no baseline. Here's the, the rule. Here's the rule. So my father worked for the MTA, right? So um, I was always a trained child because, you know, my father taught me how to, I knew every single line. I knew where it went. I, I studied wow. the map like it was the freaking Torah. That, like I knew I everything about the, the train lines. And so the rule was always, 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 you know, if you're going to be on the train late or any, any time really, you know, just... Um, go to the middle until you see where the conductor pops his head out. And then you just go and sit right next to the conductor. And you will always be safe with him there because he is always standing there. And if yes. he moves to the other side to, to yep. trade sides, then you move to the other side with him. And then it doesn't help. It doesn't hurt if you ask him if he knows who Michael, I'm, you know, my last name I, is because most of them knew me. 
I'm doing the math, though. You're talking about the big, bad, early 80s. Horrible, when... horrible time period. You're... That's an, I mean, there's like graffiti on the subway. At the... That's a, it's right out of, it's, an... I don't know. Even with that, you're not scared in the slightest no. doing that? No, not What's at all. What's the train that goes into your area? L train. The J train? The L train, right, right, right. The L train, but, it, but the L What's train the was gray? perfect because that goes to every, it's a conduit, like a vein, you know? It right, just goes right. to every single train line that there is. So, yeah, that's the way we kind of worked. Oh, my God, Bernard gets. Yeah. That's that right. That's crazy. exactly right. Whoever said that. And then I... We were also proud of that Nerdlestein at the time. Uh, see, Crazy Robin said yes, and I always sat next to the bus driver until I get older and bolder to sit at the back of the bus. Yeah, that's just the way it works. You know, you stay where you're safe. Meet any good Coke dealers on the L train. <laughs> Didn't really need to get onto the L train to meet them, my friend. <laughs> was not... Don't forget, I was like a kid going to the limelight when, you know, I told you guys that my boyfriend used to like take a whole thing of uh, ounce of, of blow and put it into a, a neosinephrine or an Afrin bottle. He would clip the top off, pour it in, shake it up. So it was just basically like liquid and nobody would know you were doing cocaine because you were just like, you know, shoving nose spray into your nose. Yeah, I'm sorry, uh, chat. Autobadeo and Marta. I should have said the Baseball Furies. You're right. I was trying to get it more obscure. I thought you guys were tired of the Baseball Furies. <laughs> I shouldn't have gotten avant-garde. I would have been safer in the subway than the kids. My parents let me drive to school. <laughs> All right. So I don't think we're going to get Casey back, unfortunately. So Never I'm just going to play one. like a clip or two. Let's just um, show everybody how cute he was. Um, now, John, I did not date John Gotti Jr. I told you he tried to pick me up in a nightclub and and um, he asked me if I he said, can I buy you a drink? And, you know, I had my drink in my hand. and I'm like, hello, already have one. And he took the drink I had in my hand like this and he smacked it out of my hand. Oh, my God. And the glass went smashing down into the floor. And he says, OK, you don't have a drink now. Can I buy you a drink? Oh, my God. That was that was yeah, good. Monique Chaka Khan, you kid. Monique's mom was, in fact, they had a Jade Barrymore, Drew Barrymore dynamic <laughs> in a way. Yes, we did. You, they did. Yeah, we did. We did. She um, she used me to get into Studio 54 when I was 13 years old That's because crazy. it was kind of cool for kids to go there. And so they would let people in that had like a kid with them because it made them look kind of cool. Um, so, yeah, I just remember I just remember Studio was was set up kind of like it used to be an old theater. So there's still theater seats in there, like on the higher uh, uh, tiers of it. Yes. And, um, you know, my mom be dancing her ass off and I'd just be sitting in like a um, like a theater chair just like checking everything out that only happened once though just so you know <laughs> um i didn't go back to studio until i was probably like 16 or something maybe 17. have you seen an update on john Gotti jr he lives in jackie's town he lives in oyster but like pretty much like oh i don't know he was never even he my lives... type i don't like okay. the gindaloon at it, all that's not my if type. you can there's a doctor god 60 minutes did a piece on him so oh, really? it showed an update of what he's up to today and where it stands with the mafia. Oh, and he lives in Jackie's Town, Oyster really? Bay, Bayville. Yes. Look at this. Kyle Armstrong reached $1,000. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He's <laughs> going to be thrilled. <laughs> he's going to be so you, thrilled. You talk about a cash grab. Just don't even show up. This is like Depp not showing up for his own verdict today in England. <laughs> Yay, everybody. Yay. You guys he's are play, awesome. He's playing with Jeff Beck and, uh, and Depp in uh, London right now. <laughs> you guys are awesome. You really, really, We really, have the you guys best chat people forum. In the world. In the world. No, suicide prevention made a grand, not Casey. It's, it's, all, it's all for um, 
It's all for what a great cause. I mean, I don't say that too often. A lot of times I'm going, ah, where is this going? But Monique had a great point um, about where the money goes for this, because what did you kind of brilliantly say? This actually sets up suicide prevention hotline so you can pay people to man the hotlines. I didn't realize that. Right, people that are not just like 18-year-old pimply kids, you know, people that have knowledge and people that can actually help with somebody who is in need. And I was talking about how, you know, mostly marginalized people are the ones who call and, you know, and and try to get some help when they otherwise may not have like a, a good parent or parental figure in their lives and you know shit just happens and if you're lucky you'll get a, a crazy robin on the other end with her <laughs> okay, uh, social work skills i can't afford hotels so i moved off friends i donated two dollars <laughs> um okay so i'm just gonna play that quick real clip real okay clip real quick i don't think i'm gonna take calls tonight because i'm not mentally prepared for phone calls and neither are you guys and you know it's not really it's you know those things have oh, to be kind of organic while but. i'm here while you say this would you guys care to call in to the deafening tomorrow if Ooh. i give my real phone number no don't uh, do that no don't, can we talk off air i'll tell you how to do this okay okay, okay. yeah 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 I, i'm not i'm not i'm just throwing it out there in the future do not do that i will tell you how to okay. do it and 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 you'll thank me okay so okay. don't do that um yeah. I trust yeah. your Google phone number instance. <laughs> Implicitly. A, it's a curious thing on how to do it. And um, okay, like for example, the way we do it is that I have a secondary line with T-Mobile and I, I paid for that radio gunk kind of um, wording for, for the dialing purposes of it. And, um, and then what I do is I have it online. So it's T-Mobile online. So it's actually not even coming through the phone line anymore. It just comes directly through okay. the computer. And so at least when you have it on air, it'll sound like a pure sound as opposed to, you know, putting up your phone to the mic. So just wait until you can handle doing something like that. And there's also a couple of places where you can actually get a phone number, um, but just don't use your own. Can I rattle off some of my bullet point? questions for Casey, even though we're going to read, I don't want to cock block the, the I have here was, was Chuck Zito ever offered a security position with Howard show? You love Jason Alexander, but hate Steven Tyler. Tell us why you hate, tell us what Steven Tyler did for you to be the most hated guest you've ever had on the show. Um, you initially, you introduced Howard to Jimmy Kimmel. What did it take to foist Kimmel and Corolla onto the show? And you are responsible for their relationship today, lest you think you're not. And what you're do you so feel like? You're so cute that you're like rattling these off as if anything is going to happen with them, other than you just rattling them off. <laughs> I just wanted. Can, well, can he'll, we he'll just play, totally can we just answer. Play, that. Can we just play? Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. First yes. time on the show, so we can see how cute he was. He was so cute. All right, hang on a second, because I have it all queued up. I was ready to go. Hey, Casey. Hey, now. Look at Robin with that big smile. Beverly Hills 90210. There you go. (laughs) Here's a little beefcake. (laughs) Casey, all right. What do you want to be, an actor or something, man? Uh, Sending around pictures of yourself with your shirt off. (laughs) (laughs) And the only reason you got the internship was Kathy Tubman saw the pictures of him with his shirt off and said, I got to have this. Didn't even interview. (laughs) Yeah, didn't even. Did you get an interview? He looks like he's going to do the safety dance video. Look at that outfit. I know. Howard actually has a little energy here. It sounds like lucid. He's way better here. Just in, just his natural uh, repartee. 
Exactly. Did you believe in? Yes. Oh, you did. You did. <laughs> uh, Is that picture accurate? I mean, you actually have uh, washboard abs like that, or did you have the... It was airbrush. Fakes, though. It was actually an airbrush. Oh, it was oh, an airbrush. What? It was really? Oh. No, it's a fake. Is it really? No. No, it's 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 it, no, it's real. I mean, is it? Yeah. Just give me a straight answer. Don't be yeah. a comedian. Uh, okay. Uh, All right. Don't try to be me. Because we'll rip your shirt off right here. Yeah, Robin will. <laughs> Robin will examine you. However, I will continue my work with the right, NBA, NBC Sports. Okay. All right. So all I did here, because I, I we were when I initially made this. We were a little strapped with them. We had a million things, so I really truncated this. So that's his intro, and then this is – he was deployed to interview Marv Albert because Stuttering John was too recognizable at that point, and they were trying out other people to do it for him. Okay. And I thought Casey did as good a job as anybody has. Because not saying it's better, it was just different. And he was so oddly cocky here, and it worked. I can't oh, explain okay. it. Yeah. All right, I'm looking forward to it. I'm almost embarrassed as, as we sit here. Okay. And uh, MSG Network, while I establish my innocence in a public courtroom. Hey, Marv, you wear your, your thank you hair to very bed? much, and I'm sorry. Unfortunately, <laughs> I, I can't answer any questions. Is biting foreplay? <laughs> if you're hungry, why don't you order room service? I'm Jerry Trainer, and I'm one of uh, yes! Marv's. Yes. Yes. Next to him, Barbara Albert. He's so angry all the time. Like an angry young man. Look at him. Nostrils all flared. They're trying to kick him out, and they're afraid of him. Look at him. <laughs> he's, he's actually intimidating. Look at him. No, he asked the question when the guy was already running out. That's bullshit. I must be the most hated man in New York City right now. Oh, he's so cute. Oh, well, look at what look at what we stopped on. <laughs> look at we stopped on black that's, women. That's that's crazy Robin. That's that's crazy Robin on the left. Right, right before she went to social work. <laughs> Now this this is this is this was John's quandary the whole time, and they were like, "Oh, John, you ruined the whole thing." Now nobody was saying anything, so he's the only one that had the balls. To scream. He was he wasn't going to take questions anyway. So the guy he was already it walking out. out the door. He was already when he walking asked the out, and he got it out. And he knew yeah, he heard. That was him. kind of ridiculous. That was kind of ridiculous. All right, so here's what we're going to do, guys. Um, I know Johnny's going to be doing a deafening tomorrow. What time are you doing that at? Six o'clock Eastern time. Six o'clock, and, and is this going to be a long one? Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I'm not doing long ones. Sometimes I do a short one. Well, we'll see. We'll see what we can do about getting Casey back on here. Um, I had questions about Howard's obsession with penis and the gay vibe, and would the, you do Friday? Um, I can probably let me look at my schedule. Last Friday night, I do Saturday. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I just ran downstairs to find a charger from the front desk. I have a proposition. Okay, what? We are wrapping up. Okay, can't spell. Tight Wrapping up. That was, yeah, genius. That's right. Casey's uh, physicality, they don't know how to deal with it. When he can, his Greco-Roman skills can overwhelm three security guys. You reached your goal. Okay. All right, let's see what his proposition is. 
<clears throat> he ran downstairs to the lobby to find a charger, and he's charging his phone at the front desk. Yeah, Nothing gonna... like being prepared, just like <laughs> Grillo. Remember when Grillo called in that time from the Mets game, yes. thinking that that would be uh, conducive to a great sound quality podcast. Um, Do you yeah. have another video you'd like to play or you want to wait for him to... No, I want to wait. Just, you know what? We had a whole Casey show planned, so I want to do a Casey show. So, you know, instead of playing that, you know, I would have loved to have his commentary on doing that and was he embarrassed? Okay, let's see what he wrote back. You don't know how horrible I feel. First off, you guys reached my goal and I thank all of you from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> Autumn would be so happy. Okay, hold on. He's still texting. And we'll come back to that. Yeah, no, I, you know what? This isn't like a Casey, you know, fond remembrance show. It's it's Casey and talk about clips kind of show. So I would rather wait on that. And um, I think I can do Friday, but we'll see what his schedule looks like. And then we can base it around him. Let me see what's going on. Oh, no, I have a thing. I have a thing on Friday. Um, and I have a thing on Saturday. I can do Sunday or I can do Monday. That's what I got. Or I can do, you know, that's all. That's all I got. Sorry, guys. Sunday um, afternoon. I know. I had Casey's dance party. I had it all ready. I literally, where is it? Hold on a second. Let me share this. I um I actually oh, I took the no I took the music off I took the okay. music off I, I just sing, did sing um, I was just doing the dance party just organically all by itself with you know there's Casey there's your boy right there probably the hottest guy in the room and, uh, and the weird thing is is that Fred was dressed in a thong and so was Jackie John Stewart. Uh, but John Stewart was in John, a thong. John Stewart was he, in a no, uniform. No, he was in his cool and guy. And then there's um, a really MTV. curious part, like Howard. Okay, look at Howard dancing with the boys. Hold on a second. I mean, not that I really want to show this right now. Look at Gary Jan dancing with Jackie. Hold on. I just want to get to it. Gary dancing is just, it should be a gif. It's just the funniest thing in the whole friggin' world. But wait, I want to show you this Howard part in this really quickly. Like I took Daniel. out most of the Googie doll, Googie, the Google <laughs> doll, the Googie dolls. Um, this Howard is just like rubbing up against this fucking guy, and it's just like, okay, that's way super, too into it. Way right. too into it. Way too into it. I mean, this is only like a three-minute clip, but I'm sure I, I'm sure I passed it by. Christ's sake! It looks like Daniel Sunjana at Fleet Week, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Monique oh my god okay hang on a second i think it's coming up it says they they were attacking jackie so that's here jackie was just embracing it you know he's just like this is a fucking goof i know i'm straight and it's okay if these guys are like doing whatever these guys do but it's just curious that they would be the ones in thongs and that um gary and howard were i think the only ones of the crew that were in um in uniforms instead uh let me just see if i can find it i'm sorry guys bear with me that's so true dancing. hassan worlds so you should have used that question on howard hey howard do you wear your wig to bed and I, all i could think of was that exactly transferring those questions onto howard i agree <laughs> and who he was uh what's the genius right yeah casey's so disarming when you see him because of his all-american good looks and that's why that works so well in that interview they should have did so much more of him they really could have. Interviews. They could have really it's exploited so him for that. That's a, look yes. at Howard. Look at Howard. Yep. Just study, okay? That's Howard. 
and he loves that messiah dance he loves that fucking grinding messiah yeah he's grinding him he's grinding him he actually is and then he like holds on to him he's very into the whole very into you know that's him and ralph at nine inch nails in the basement in 1996. all right so we are going to wrap the show up let me just see what casey had to say sorry just give me a second guys yes while you're reading the yes genius Gay jokes are funny when you're straight and in small doses when you're closeted gay like Howard. It's all the time. The gay shit becomes hackneyed and not funny. Spot on, genius. Ironically, a genius comment. Well, he said he'll make it up to us. Um, <laughs> I'm yours. Maybe we can do a dare thing. Or maybe three minutes of the most brutal questions that I have to answer. I'm thinking of ideas to get back in your good graces because I shit the bed. <laughs> All right. So Sunday afternoon. We'll do something again with him. So um, if you want, if you want, if you want, I can postpone the deafening to Friday. No, you, no, 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 no. He just came out tomorrow. with this verdict. You need to do this. And plus, oh, I don't well. even know when Casey can come on again. So don't worry about it. It's no big deal. You know, he's he's a really good guy. He, you know, he, he reaches goal for his walk for this weekend. And I'm proud of him for that. Oh, he has the walk to do this weekend. So that's yeah, what he's yeah, going to yeah. be. Um, so we'll just we'll just save it for for a Sunday or a Monday whenever he can do it. He'll let us know how it went with the walk. We'll, we'll talk about, you know, how it was to do some stupid nighttime walk thingy. And, yeah, don't postpone the deafening. Um, I would cure him of his apologizing. Give me a year. So, yes. Nice. Um, so I'm, I'm sorry that this didn't come off as well as we had anticipated it to. Um, but hopefully the next time we see him, he won't be dressed like a used car salesman. And he'll be able to have a nice conversation with us about things that you guys want to ask and this gives you more time now that you've seen him to ask other questions on the forum at radiogunk.com so continue to contribute to his fund you know don't let the thousand dollar goal dissuade you um it is for a good cause and and we'd like to see him thrive so that's all i got and make sure that you watch johnny tomorrow where they'll have a lot of color commentary about the uh, verdict that came down today and we johnny and i will figure out a, another day that we can get casey back on and he will have a fully charged phone and so bon jovi i have uh, i'm singing uh michael mcdonald's shine sweet freedom at the end of one of the deafenings if you want to clip that i think it's the last one oh wait here he is that. hang on a second okay. it's coming back in <laughs> and i love you so i'm going to propose one thing all right go ahead go ahead sir just so you know, now that it's revealed, Bobby Govanelli, when he comes on here, that is, in fact, I was going to sing so. the uh, Who's the Boss uh, theme song, too. <laughs> uh, okay, so hang on. Let's see what he has to say. A brand new Casey life. is marinating his phone. Uh, Casey, shower, <laughs> eat, and get some sleep. Um, all, on, all on air. I think that would be the proper thing for him to do, is to actually shower, eat, and sleep on our show with us. If he showered on show, I think that would be actually a pretty okay thing to do. Because, you know, suffice it to say that as as handsome as he was in those pictures that they showed of him, like back in the day there, um, he's still fairly fucking solid. He's not um he's not fleshy at all. So he's you know, he's still in good Okay, guys, 
If Arm Monique Extens want to do this, I'll do anything to get back in good graces because I screwed up. That's All okay. right, Town Dick, you can make it up to us. We'll, um, I get to uh, read verbatim one of your uh, Charles Bukowski texts <laughs> in depth voice. <laughs> okay, skip the eating. Let us just watch him shower and then watch <laughs> him sleep. <laughs> Well, okay, we will think of something good for you to do. I'm actually going to make a thread about it online, and we will figure out something that you can do for us that will make us. Um, yeah, Casey, you just gave up your fake name. The whole reason you made the stupid fake name is that the people wouldn't know that it was you in the chat, and now you just blew it. Hope you're happy. Okay, yeah, John, why don't you go over to his house, and we can film you guys wrestling. <laughs> you know... It's always been my fantasy to put Casey in the referee position, but I want to be a bottom. I've always been better as a bottom. <laughs> okay, we can do that. Um, okay. Oh, thank you, Brian. I thank you so much. No, thank, thank you, you so for much. A leg lock. I um, want to put Casey in my spinning toe hold. <laughs> Tiger Lily thirsty as fuck tonight. <laughs> Hey, you know what? She's down in Alabama. There's, you know, the, the pickings are slim down there. God damn it. Give her a little, <laughs> give her a little uh, break there. I'll do anything. Answer five minutes of the most brutal questions. Do any dare. Think of the worst, most embarrassing thing I can do and I'll do it. All right. You're on, sir. You are on. Don't think we're going to let you get away with this one. Just so you know. All right. So, Johnny, um, have fun with the show tomorrow. I'll probably tap in for a little while there as long as it's during lunchtime because, you know, Melvin you needs to You love your cameos. You always leave them wanting more. You come in for five minutes. You roll a grenade in the hen house and leave. It's always great. And you Melvin never stay always five needs minutes. to know what I'm eating. You know yeah. what it is because I'll sit down with my iPad and I'll see that you guys are on live. So I'll sit there and listen to the show for a little bit and then uh, <laughs> tell him to shut it, Mo. I've been with the same man 30 years. Oh, that's a shame. You really need to get back north. Um... Here's, here's, you know the what if thing? I was just thinking this, this is so stupid. If Andy Cohen were around when Casey were around, Casey would be on, he'd be the lead character on Vanderpump Rules. Are you reading this now? Only one Me? thing. I can't hear anything, by the way, while I charge the phone. But my only nods are showing my entire cock or. OK, nobody would ask you to do that. This is a family show. You know, WMAP, the Women's Network, would love. that's exactly what a, a raging feminist would do, Casey. It's exactly. We'd rename your show The World's yeah. Most Amazing Penis. <laughs> <laughs> it is not disgusting, my turmeric shake, okay? Fuck you. It, it, makes, me, um, it makes me feel good for the day. That's Casey, all. do you remember Colin Quinn saying this? Oh my about God, are you Bobby? actually going to ask him questions on the I freaking just, text? I, just, I don't Knowing know. Fully this well takes him good. forever to type it back out to us. Bob, Bob Levy looks like a Shoreham <laughs> waiting river volunteer fireman. <laughs> Just the Long Island reference coming from Colin Quinn is good enough. Oh, Jesus waiting. Christ. Okay, so no cock. That's all we got. All right, Monique, eat some disgusting. Okay, shut up. All right, so we're going to leave you guys. Thank you so much. Um, listen, you, Casey. Um, we don't expect. We you have to, show to your pick penis. this up. We have to pick this up. We have. But too let much us to not. That's right. Let us not lag on this. It'll give Bon Jovial time to show everybody his jacket, and what he um what he got for his gifts in the mail, 
And um, I noticed Levy has no teeth. Really? What happened with him? I don't know enough about that. Okay. Um, I'm going to say goodbye and we will talk to you guys again. Thank you everybody for being in the chat tonight. You guys are always awesome. And thank you so much to uh, also for participating in uh, Casey's. Casey, uh, guys, you killed it on donation. It's over the goal. I got to turn it off. I love you all. I'm so moved by what you did for Autumn. And I don't think I'm the worst twin. What? Thick? I'm going to say in there. Wait, Tell what? me what you want Hold me to on, do. Let me go back there. Guys, you killed the donations. Up. It's over goal. I got to turn it off. I love you all. And I'm so moved by what you did for Autumn. I don't think I'm the worst twin fic. Okay. Tell me to... what you want me to do. So <laughs> we, will, we will make a note of that. We will make sure that we tell you what to do. And we will um, leave you now. So Thanks for hanging with us tonight. Please join us for any discussion at RadioGunk.com in the forum section. Follow us on Instagram or Twitter at RadioGunk. And don't forget to like this and subscribe to us and hit that little bell so that you know when we're going to have a new show. Thanks. Thanks.